Oh, I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I've resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. Action of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Now you can get smarter free checking that pays you early, pays you often, and pays you more at Radiant Credit Union. With Radiant's free checking account, you can get your paycheck, retirement check, or other benefits check up to 24 hours early with direct deposit to your Radiant checking account. Radiant also pays you often with our exclusive nickel-back rewards, earning you a nickel-back on your Visa debit card with signature purchases. And Radiant pays more with our special Even Up Savings account. That earns you up to 4% annual percentage rate, up to $4,000 on your spare change from your debit card transactions. So what are you waiting for? You deserve to get paid early, paid often, and paid more because you're a Radiant Credit Union member. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening up your new free checking account today and start getting paid early, often, and more right away. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Rates are current as of August 24th, 2021. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri this program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in to another edition of the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo joining you here on a Monday. Jeff will be leaving for Lexington, and I will tell you, I will kind of miss this one, this trip. Yeah. I always like going to Lexington, especially where you're staying, which it's is nice. one of my favorite hotels. We used to play golf there all the time. And they have those, you buy some, some bourbon, and they give you those orange and blue glasses. I don't know if you ever did that. I did the flight 
up there with Scott Carter and I drank flights one night. Nice. It was it was nice until the next morning, yeah. True. True that. No, it's a nice hotel. It's and I looked at the uh, the weather for Friday. Uh, don't even tell me. Like the high is low 60s. Oh. And the uh, the low is mid 40s. So it's going to be nice football weather for 61,000 People wearing white and blue. You see, they're going to divide the stadium in half. It's going to be half white, half blue. And that, you know, the the effect that has, or the whiteout, or anything else that anybody wears on the game, zero point zero. Yeah, it looks cool though. For TV, yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, right. that's not, it's not that's about fine. affecting the game. No, I hey, look, you know me, I I get nervous about this game every year, yeah. and in Florida somehow, and, then and, they don't cover receivers. No, I'm and I'm honestly. Slightly nervous, but then I, I think you also like I, today. I think we need to talk about the defense. Well, maybe we need to talk about the game that just took place since we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, that's what I mean. But the defense has been good. Eh, Emery was good. Yeah. Don't even give me a. Eh. Don't be grumpy, Pat. You, today, I'm not going to give you the defense. They gave, that up, gave up 120 yards. They gave up 10 points in three quarters to Alabama, the number one team in the country. It's it's a four quarter game. Okay, and they gave up no points in the second half to a Tennessee team that's pretty good. But <laughs> you know what? They gave up no points today so far. No, according to sources close to me, they have not given up a point today. No. I I still not am sold on this defense. I I do think really no because I I think I want to see how they fare against a team like this. Look, one the one big concern I have is a team that runs the ball, and it turned out Alabama wasn't that team. They weren't going to run the try to run the ball on them. They they threw the ball more than they ran the ball. This Kentucky team, even though they have a quarterback now, they're going to run the ball, and you're going to have to be but physical. That's Florida's strength. We'll see. It's their strength as long as they don't get they don't there is not they don't get challenged on it. I mean Tennessee wasn't challenging them on that. I don't know. Right, go go ahead, play your foosball. <laughs> no, I but obviously it's going to be a road game of of a good team, and you're anxious to see how the team is going to be able to handle it. So we'll we'll talk about that later in the week. Certainly, I think we. We do have to, again, go back and look at what this team was able to do because from a national standpoint, I think it's it's been fun to listen to some of the people look at the league and look at every other team in the rest of the country and understand that Florida might be one of the top three or four teams in the country yes. right now with the way that they've played. Yeah. So you have to be really encouraged by that and... Again, they're doing this without Anthony Richardson right now, who everybody listening to this radio show wants playing to be the quarterback. Well, no, I don't think people want him to be the quarterback now, but I think that now they're going to go, you know what, maybe Dan played this thing kind of right. Yeah. And now we're going to have a healthy yeah, Richardson. That's he should have Emory it. Jones has built his confidence up. And I, I said this just on, um, I was just on Frangie's show up in Jacksonville. I don't think Emory Jones has played his best game. His best game is down the road, and and he's going to play a game where we're going to go, holy crap, because he you can feel his confidence getting better. Definitely get more comfortable. 
And now you got to you throw that out there, and then you then you can run whatever trick plays you want. You went ahead and used the one trick play that you used against Mississippi State two years ago. Mm-hmm. So now they you go ah, we knew that play. We had that play scouted. Yeah. So they've got something in the works, and um, I, I just think offensively this team could be on the verge of exploding. I really do because I love the receivers right now. I, I They're better than I thought they would be. They're still not up to the level. I, obviously, you're not going to get to yeah, the pits. Well, but they don't have that many opportunities to no. get to that level. No, but they still aren't at that level of, of like Jefferson Swain and Grimes. You know, that, that group was unbelievable. But uh, running back-wise, I mean, they may be up in the uh, Low Hampton – yeah, uh, Neil Anderson, John L. Williams. Yeah, because I mean, look at even what what Naquan's doing in his limited uh, time. He's, he's been tremendous, unbelievable. I mean, I they have had they. I I don't know that I've there's been two plays this year where I've said, oh man, you went the wrong way. You didn't get the most yardage out of that. And they're getting they're getting what they can out of whatever's there. And the other thing is, and I go back to this, and I talked about this before the season with Emory, is that Emory turns five yards into seven all the time or three yards into five or two yards into four. He gets extra yards that, that we don't even think about. And I think it's because he knows how to twist his body, you know, in a certain ways. And so you add that into a guy who can blow right by everybody. I would not want to be trying to figure this offense out if I was a defensive coordinator. No, it's going to be tough. I don't think there's any question. And – you don't know what Kentucky's going to be. I mean, for for them to score, what sixteen against South Carolina and almost lose. Yeah, I had like, that game on. That? I was kind of half watching that game, and they, South Carolina, I thought was going to win that game for a while. Yeah, and don't forget, didn't Kentucky play some like bad team t- two weeks ago and not play well? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a Kentucky I, I team you thought that. was going to be better. I haven't scouted Kentucky thoroughly yet. I'm getting ready to do that. All right, well, let's uh, do some phone calls. 392-8255. Kevin's going to kick it off today. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys. A uh, couple things. First, I want to start off with our buddy Cal Turd. Um, I know last week he called in and said more or less called Florida a bunch of cheaters for the clock. Uh, I want to throw out to him. Uh, what a dirty play on the spearing of Henderson. And then uh, not only was it dirty, and then to see the players on the sidelines laughing about it, I mean, how dirty was that? And low class, but I can't expect much out of Tennessee uh, on that. I'd like to see what he has to say about that, to, to call us cheaters for something like that, and then to have the low class of, of the Tennessee players on that. But I just want to throw that out to him on that. Uh, as far as the game, um, my problem with the defense, Pat, is it seems like Grantham doesn't prepare for the game in the very beginning. It's like always at the beginning of the game. It's like it's like he's not watching any film the whole game, and then as the game goes on, he finally like it's like okay, now I know what I'm going to do, and the game kind of he catches up with the game. And that uh, at the beginning of the game, it was like guys are running wide open, like 20 yards, and nobody's around the guys. And and, and for as far as the defense, if if there weren't like two or three drop passes and some missed throws and uh, some things, uh, drop snaps and things like that, that game's a lot closer than it really was because they made a lot of self-inflicted uh, things on their own that really helped the defense. I mean, I know the defense, if you look at the stats, it looks like we really played great. 
But there was a lot of self-inflicted wounds by their offense that made things look a lot better. And as far as the offense, I thought the offense looked great. But what do you think the reason is, guys, why it seems like Dan goes out and we run like two series and it looks like we're, we're the greatest offense on the world, and then all of a sudden it's like he tries to do things like maybe that we're not very good at and we'll go a couple series and you're like, what are we thinking, guys? And then all of a sudden – we push the button, and then we'll go two or three series, and we look like we could never be stopped again. What do you think the reasoning for that is? Is he trying different things? Yeah, or, and uh, uh, well, and I, I'm not sure what that is because I think sometimes that's what makes Emory because people get on Emory, and I think Emory the last two games has looked, and uh, maybe I'm on the, uh, I'm not on the the boat like everybody else is. I think Emory's looked really good, guys, and I think when Emory doesn't look good, I think sometimes Dan puts him in a bad situation, and that's my thinking sometimes on this. Uh, I think he puts him in bad situations sometimes. Well, well go ahead. No, go I ahead. mean, to me, the the offense, like, it shows you what Dan Mullen can do those first two drives of the second half. And, you know, that for four years now, I've talked to Dan about it, and, gosh, I've talked to Grantham about it. Kevin, they're just a really good team at making adjustments. It's not like they didn't watch film and Grantham wasn't ready. They just they, they do such a good job of understanding what the other team's trying to do. And when you look at the beginning of games, let's just take the defense now for Grantham. They're going to do things that are obviously supposed to be successful against Florida. They're going to come up with plays in order to be able to do that. So once then Florida figures out, okay, here's how they're trying to beat us, then they coach differently, figure it out, and then make sure that they they stop that from happening. I mean, Tennessee had, until that last drive of garbage at the very end of the game, they didn't even have 100 yards in the second half. So to me, that's showing the defense was good. Yeah, there was a couple of drop passes. The one on fourth down would have extended a drive. But, I mean, it's not like blatant or glaring um and then Mullen's kind of the same way Mullen's the the type of guy that wants to get into the game flow see what's happening and yes try different things so I mean if that's the way you want to say it he does he's still trying to figure out what this team is capable of and I mean he's not going to call those plays against Georgia or God forbid against Kentucky this week if it's a, a closer game they have you have to understand they have highly paid coaches too. Yeah, and 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 all these people to analyze the thing, and they've looked and they said, "Here's where we think we can attack Florida," and Florida can't prepare for that. You can't prepare for what they have decided their game plan, their offensive game plan. You've got to kind of adjust your way to it, and so I think that does happen. Where and you see this in the NFL all the time. Sure, where you you almost know the score is going to be seven seven. <laughs> with each drive, each team's first drive, they drive down the field because they have spent the whole week preparing a drive based on what you do on defense. Maybe it's just because it seems like when when we look bad, it's like we really look bad, like the guy that was like 15 or 20 yards away from the guy that's uh, catching a pass. Maybe yeah, and I, and I don't know I don't know why um, what that – again, we don't know what the – who screwed that up? Okay. Well, the, which one are we talking about? The, the one touchdown? Where, yeah, the touchdown. He just well, blew by the guy. Though, yeah, but you. Like he I should mean, not like be covering that guy. Well, he should. He just didn't. No, he no, didn't understand what the coverage was, and he let the guy run right by him. No, he shouldn't be. He, he's not fast enough to cover him. Yeah. He and, is and, if you would have played Jeff, it right. Jeff, Go ahead. The other thing, somebody needs to tell Trey Dean that, one, when you tackle, you tackle with your arms and you wrap. You don't throw your body to the guy and let them bounce off of you. And when you make a play, 
and it's because the guy dropped the ball. It's not because you made the play. Don't dance around like you did something. I get so I, sick of seeing these yeah, guys. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with that. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, Trey, you, you've made so many bad plays. Don't sit there and hype yourself up after one good play. Although, Kevin... To me, I, I even after the game, and I even I went up to him and I said, I said, Trey, that's probably the best I've seen you play here at Florida. Yeah, he did. I yeah, he he really I thought well. he had a good game. Yeah. Well, which is encouraging. They need to they need to teach these kids to tackle with sure. their arms and wrap up this stuff of just throwing your body out. because there was a couple times they would do that and the guy would bounce off and go three and four and five yards and it, and it meant the difference in a, in a first down instead of wrapping up and driving them out of bounds. They would bounce off and go three or four yards and get to pick up the first down. If everybody well, learns how to tackle, though, we'll have a bunch of nothing, nothing games. It's true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be too, Pat. But uh, I think I think this game this weekend is going to really be a tough one. Uh, it's always tough in Kentucky. Um, for some reason, they play Kentucky just plays as tough. Yep, especially down there. Uh, are some, you going to be they, down there, Jim? They do some. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, they. I mean, sometimes okay, they don't play them that tough. They didn't play them tough last year. What'd you say, Kev? Uh, I said I'll be down there for the game. All right, awesome. And so uh, hopefully, I'll, uh, maybe I'll see you down there. But, yeah, wear wear uh, orange to mess up the uh, blue and white that they're wearing. Well, yeah, I always have to do that because I just don't like. I love blue except when I'm down there. There you go. So hey, you guys have a good week, All right, man. And I uh, hope to talk to you a little bit more. Yep. Take care. Bye. Right. What? What you got? No, I'm just saying. I I I, I think that. Nobody, everybody always comes out with their best offensive yes. plays. Yeah, they Tennessee have a script. Schemes, and yeah. they say, okay, this is going to work. And, and I think if you can stop them early, it's, it's a big plus for your offense, but it's not easy to do because they have basically studied everything you've done yeah. all year. And they now, did a couple of nice things with their receivers and yeah. the way the routes were. And I mean, but that's Hypo's good at that. Well, and the screenplay was, I mean, they yeah, caught Ford out of blitz. They yep. didn't tackle. And, and those things happen sometimes. But that's the thing. You hope they only happen once. Correct, which is all that happened. So it was good. All right, this will be uh, break number once. We'll come back and uh, get more of your phone calls. Sonic Sound Off Monday, just getting going here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Elise Ford. The Florida Gators are finally in the AP Top 10. The Gators will travel out of state for the first time this season to play the Kentucky Wildcats. The game will be aired on ESPN and kickoff will be at 6 p.m. this Saturday. In Gators men's tennis, sophomore Ben Shelton was named the Dale Junta winner of the Crimson Chowderfest in singles in his undefeated record this past weekend. The Gators finished the tournament with 10 total wins. In the NFL for Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys will host the Philadelphia Eagles tonight. The game is set to start at 8.15, and you can catch live coverage of this game right here at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Elise Four. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. When fun finally returns, Bud Light legends don't just come back. They come roaring back, carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AP Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen. You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, welcome back. Jeff and Pat here with you. Sonic Sound Off Monday. Mike is producing today. We will get back to the phones. Talk Florida, Tennessee, Florida, Kentucky, whatever you want. It's all a fair game here with us. Matt's joining us next. Matt, what's up? Hey, guys. I, I tell you, you know, it's funny. Last year, you know, you would say we were better offensively. But then again, you know, the Tennessee game was closer last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it? It's 31-18, correct? So, I mean, that just kind of – I know a lot of people are going to gripe about, you know, how we look. Some, I think I heard one guy say it was kind of a sluggish win or something like that. But I, I was ready to get rid of Emory. I mean, I called you guys, and I just thought he was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, it, it's amazing. I mean, his process and how much better he has gotten 
And I'll be honest with you, if we can get through this weekend, you've got it lines up pretty well for him to mature even more each week and sure. better. And you can just see it how much confidence he's playing with. And even like some of the easy balls, like out to the flat or, you know, or some of these crossing routes, he's putting a little bit of touch on them too. And that just shows that he feels comfortable and he's anticipating more versus before he was just kind of staring and just reacting. Um, you could just tell the kid is getting so much better. Um, but as far as this past weekend, I, I tell you one thing that kind of makes me a little nervous about going up against Tennessee is, uh, I mean, excuse me, about going up against Kentucky, is that Tennessee ran it down her throat to start the second half. I don't think anybody's talked about that. But they came out, and they got away from it. But when they wanted to run the ball right up the middle, they were doing it. And, you know, that that might be something Kentucky might do. I, I don't know. And then I'll hang up after this. I, I think the, uh, the Naquan Wright kid – I think he – I see him being a slot receiver at the next level. I mean, I know he's a good running back. I don't know if he necessarily has the size, but it just seems like you can put him anywhere on the field. He can catch the ball. and he, I don't know if he can run routes right, but when he gets the ball, he's electric. And I, I compare him to Tony. But anyway, I'll, look, y'all have a good week. I'll talk to y'all later. Okay. Thank you, Matt. He He's just way too tiny to yeah. be a, a slot I receiver. Agree, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's, and there's too many other shiftier – faster guys but no he's been really good did, matt they did put malik in the slot mm-hmm. in this game and i think they put damien in the slot in this game too when they went to that empty empty backfield which would seem to work for him they found ways to make it work yeah emory's still slow on processing a few things i mean a couple of the throws were, were still like hey get rid of it quicker you you you'll be so much better for doing so. But yeah, I think everybody that's watched him over the last couple of weeks has to agree that he's getting better, he's getting more comfortable, and certainly is not going to be someone that's going to hinder this offense. And Mullen's going to call the plays that he's good at in order to make sure that that's happening. You know, I still think that they could have taken a few more shots down the field. I would like to have seen that. And I even asked Mullen about that afterwards, and Mullen said the same thing. He's Emery's choosing not to take those shots. So... That's where you have to hope that he progresses and gets better and obviously something that you're going to need to do. But he's he's been good. I think got to got to be happy with it. No doubt. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. I mean, he's getting better, and I like I said before, I, I think his best games are still ahead of him. I mean, he's only started four games, you know, and um, there's no reason to think he's not going to continue to get better and continue to do some, some fun things that are – uh, going to make this offense that much better. But again, it's look, I, I was thinking about this before. You know, Florida's not played a real road game. I mean, obviously, this, yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, but all most of these guys have been to Baton Rouge and been to uh, a lot of them have been to Tuscaloosa. No, actually, they haven't been to Tuscaloosa. Uh, <laughs> but they've been to, uh, they've been to, um, you know, Columbia, they've been to Neyland Stadium. They've been to different stadiums. They've been to the Gator Bowls for that game. and They know what big games feel like. It's not like this is going to catch anybody by surprise that they're having to go on the road. No. But you also, we talked about this last week with Tennessee, they had not gone on the road, and then they went on the road, and they they didn't really screw up, though. They didn't really have the, the mess-ups that you thought you might see from a team like Tennessee. That didn't really happen. It just the better team just... Yeah. bludgeoned them kind of yeah they had more players better yeah. players but you can see that Heupel's going to be a threat I think in this league 
Yeah, maybe. I think so. Yeah. I think he knows what he's doing. No I'll fire him in two years. You know who's starting to become my uh, my favorite player after these first few games? Uh, I'm going to go with um, Trent Winnemore. No, I already like him. All right, so I, I got to eliminate players you already like. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't, there's like eight guys left. I on didn't the team. know of this guy. How about? Uh, does that give you a hint? And then you get to be around him more, and he's really cool, personable. I mean the pitcher for the Braves, you know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, no, uh, Valentino. Oh, I've heard good things. Really about him, good yeah. guy, and the, the the neatest part was he's he's in the locker room like dancing with his big old fat belly out and having a good time, and just and he and I think he really appreciates being here. He he really yeah. is excited to be a Gator, even though it's going to be one year. And dude's balling out and showing that he's wanting to be around. Just like this guy. This guy brings it every time we talk to him. So let's do it again with Johnny C. Listen, man, this is for, for, it has been a long, long time. But come on, man. Listen, Mr. Pat, how you doing, sir? Good. Good. Brother Jeff, I haven't talked to you all in quite some time. Yes, sir. Before I get to my, um, my, my um, sound off, I, I just have a question. Um, so, Jeff, you said that. Mullen said that Emory won't take the passes down. Why? Why is that? Did he? Think I think he just. I, yeah, I think he just doesn't see it enough yet, and you know he's hesitating. So then, by the time you do that, then the guy's going to be covered. It's just got to be more instinctual. He's got to understand. Hey, he may not be like. I think the problem Emory's having. We still saw it. Like even one of the throws he completed down the field, he was late delivering it. The guy just happened to be so wide open that. It was a catch. Emory's just got to get to the point where he trusts that I'm going to throw it beforehand. And, you know, Johnny, see, I was watching some NFL games yesterday, and Matt Stafford obviously was the number one pick. He's been great, but he threw a ball before the guy even broke. He just knew that he was going to be there, and then, boom, it's right on his hands when the guy turns around and looks. So Emory's just got to get to that point. I think once you go through it and once you see it more, then you, you hopefully will eventually do that. So Emory is more instinctual with his running because that's correct. He's, uh, but he's a dual threat quarterback, right? So we don't totally eliminate the, the pass, and he can pass. He just has to get into a rhythm. More sure, what you're saying pretty much. Okay, okay, I, I, I'll let that show. But but here's my thing: athletes play football, right? And most a lot of time athletes are very, if you really think about, it, they're aggressive because the sport is aggressive, right? So. I have a um, a lot of people call in about guys um, who who err in other ways, but they celebrate when they you know whatever they do all these moves or whatever. I don't know how y'all describe it, but that's been something that is it, is it illegal for them to do that? that like the um, do what hand gestures and all that is that illegal? Well, they they have relaxed the rules. But they, you never know when they're going to call. Yeah, that's the scary part. Like it, yeah. it scared me the other day when one of the Florida guys got a first down. He stood up and he pointed. I'm like, uh oh, which please Lewis call Murphy it. got called for. Yeah, yeah. which that everybody seems to do. Dude, dude, I see it. I've never in the last two years seen somebody um, flag somebody for saying first down. Emory Jones is the one who did it. These guys get so hyped. Sometimes I'm not. This is me talking. Sometimes that's the part of. It's the game of being excited. And when we start judging them because they make a – I mean, I can understand the, 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 the choke – what do they call it, the cutthroat thing? 
when they do the little neck across the neck. Yep. I understand that. But some of the gestures that I see that people criticize, I, I, that's just me on my side. Well, I this goes back. This all. goes way back to a time when Vince Dooley was on the committee and, and several other coaches, and they wanted to get all the celebration out, and, and it, mostly because of Miami. Miami had taken it to new levels. And they wanted to get all that stuff out of uh, college uh, football, and so it became ridiculously bad, you know, ridiculously mm-hmm. stupid. And then, and that's yeah. when Lewis Murphy in the national championship game in 2008 signaled first down and got penalized 15 yards. Now you can do that, and they don't call. So, mm-hmm. but it's like yeah. they never, they never tell you what's going to be called, what's not going to be called. Hey, 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 it's just like, exactly. all right, this game we're going to call this. <laughs> but but you know, and the guys until they start making it to where um, you're gonna call, if you tell the coaches to let the players know they're gonna be penalized if they do it. Guys are gonna show that excitement. That's just the, whether we like it or not. And can I tell you, as an African American, you used to play an athlete. That's part of what we do. And if people don't have to like it, but that's just I, I don't know how they even explain it. Sometimes that's a, that that's a it's a, been a cultural thing, and people. May not even understand it, but it really doesn't matter to me. But this is something that we do. You, un- you understand what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I think the Johnny C. Sometimes <laughs> the problem is, and you know, the celebration's fun. I, I love it. Like a baseball guy hits a home run, let him pimp it. I don't care. Like that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's enjoying it. I think sometimes though, you run into guys where let, let's just go back to the Trey Dean, like we were talking about at the beginning of the game. Trey Trey has a lot of plays where he's not so good at. And then you might make three or four boneheaded plays, and then all of a sudden you make one good play and you're acting like you're, you're God's gift to the planet, then that's, mm-hmm. that's probably not the thing that you should be doing. Mm-hmm. But, that, that's but, the only but, difference. I hear what you're saying, but for Trey Dean, I'm talking about for Trey Dean, maybe that's just him saying, you know, I finally got something right. It, it, it's going to be an argument either side. Though, sure. Man. But I'm just telling you from – from my perspective, being an athlete and playing all of that's just even on a basketball court, you, that's that's hard to get rid of. And I, and I understand there are rules, but people just it, it, it ain't going to stop, bro. And and and, but, and that like and not, that's not even the point. The point is whether the, what the rule is, what the rule, uh, what you can get penalized for. And the problem I think that, that Jeff and I both have with it is we have no idea going into a game what is going to be called and what's not going to be called. But evidently, somebody should have something then. So, that, so you guys say, so what are you saying? Don't go in with any kind of emotion. Don't even do it. It's not going. No, I think you have to. It's just you would you would hope the officials are good enough about letting those guys express that emotion. Because I, I agree be with you. I think they it. they should be able to do some of that stuff as long as it's it not directed at another player. Mm-hmm. And do you see um people like um Naquan White and that young guy? They do stuff that I think is great. They they don't. He has no emotion. Those, some of those guys have none. It's just certain athletes, man. They, they just get caught up. Well, in and I mean, certain. I don't know if it, the race is the same either. I mean, I play I play mm-hmm. pad and pick up basketball, and he drains a three in my face. He's a white dude, and he's he's all talking smack. <laughs> well, he learned it from one of the brothers. It, 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 it's been out there. That is true. But, I did. But, but listen, 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 guys. But but I just want to uh, to make that point, and, and to this point too. Because a lot of my friends were really dogging Emory out, uh, and he's progressing. And my hope is that Emory gets better. I understand Anthony and all that. Anthony's going to have his time, but if Emory continues to progress like he is, it's good to have Anthony back there. Now I, 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 I'm going to say that 
But if Emory continues to, uh, to, to get better and start throwing the ball down the field, as you guys say, I wish him the best. That's all. And um, for six show, you got a guy called what's he called? I'm South Carolina Gator. Yeah. He calls. You tell him this. Tell him Johnny C doesn't drink. I called Steve Russell's show the other night because he was crying. They all caught Steve crying after the game. Tell him I don't drink. I just like to be positive. Have a good night, Gib. You and Pat. Nice to talk to you guys. All right, Johnny C. Good right, chatting with you. Not sure what that meant. You don't know say. He didn't drink. Did he think he was drunk? Maybe. Right. I don't know. All right. We're uh, drinking in here. I got a nice little lemonade. Dole's has uh, got, got something nothing. else. I got nothing. We'll be right back to continue the phone calls here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Jeff Cardozo here. We all strive for quality in the things we do. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. So now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for the past three decades from the crew at Quality Plumbing. Now you can spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. And they've been doing it a long time. The original Quality Plumber since 1985. Quality Plumbing, their name says it all. Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year, so you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her gator tee and jeans, or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because. Oaks Jewelry, making North Central Florida smile for more than 30 years. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch. Lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
What you've seen and felt is what you get the next several days. The great early fall weather will continue. Clear and comfortable overnight with uh, low humidity. Temperatures will fall quickly after sunset. Morning lows will be in the low to mid-60s. Then plenty of sunshine expected for your Tuesday afternoon. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Similar forecast again Wednesday and Thursday with a slow uptick in humidity. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Jeff Hoffman. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Bruce Arians, Super Bowl 55, world champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, head coach. How long did it take you to recover from the Super Bowl boat celebration? Uh, the first day of training camp. <laughs> you was going hard that long? <laughs> oh, baby. I, that was a hard 30 pounds I had to lose. I had to lose 30 during camp, bro. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. Jeffrey Patrick, then you. Look like John Riggins. I wasn't looking. I was actually looking at Twitter. Didn't that guy look familiar? Yeah, it's the home light guy. <laughs> Duh. Looking at Twitter, and it said that uh, Trey Dean was the defensive player of the game. Yeah, for the I Gators. thought he played well. Yeah, eleven tackles. Hopefully, he can continue to build on it. And that's the thing about this team that we we were talking about before. I think. This team is starting to build something that could be really good. But I also think we we as fans, or you as fans, whatever you want to call it, look at Trey Dean from a couple of years ago and think, well, that guy's garbage. Like He was so bad. Well, now he's a couple of years older. He's playing a different position. And yeah, when, he, when he's been at safety, yeah. he's been better. So I think you got to give him props for that. And they're going to need him because he's a good player. Yep, absolutely. All right. Got a good he guy on one, the phone. He is one guy who can make a big difference in this defense. Just wish he had a number. Zero's not a number. No. Absence of numbers. Yeah. Randy, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, happy Monday. Um, <clears throat> don't want to be too philosophical or whatever here, but if you do everything right and you, you get in the <clears throat> college at 18, you're probably walking out the doors at about what, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of these guys in 1999 weren't born and. You know, Pat understands the, the 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 importance of this rivalry. You do too, Jeff, and so do I. But we're older guys. Could it be that these kids just don't understand back in the '90s what it meant to us back in Pat's day when we were weren't so good? What that rivalry meant to? Although I heard someone say we didn't play Tennessee much back in the set. Was the '70s, Pat? Yeah, they actually have played Tennessee fifty times, and uh, ten of them were in the first like. 40 years of Florida yeah. football. Yeah, but I mean, remember, divisional stuff didn't come come in until 92, so they didn't really start playing until then. Okay, so, you know, my only question was, like, how do we know we won't see this again next week? We won't see it at Vandy. We won't see it at Missouri. But when you play the Alabamas, the Georgias, the so-called good teams in our conference, you play up as opposed to playing down for the bad teams. Well, I think good good teams don't ever do that, and that's where Mullen's trying to get to that point. And, and that's what he said at halftime going in. 
And and I, I thought it was it was really good of him to say that because the message was to the team, guys, great teams don't let other not so great teams hang around. Like if you want to be great, this is what you need to do. And then they went yeah, no boom, boom, those first two drives of the second half. And I think that message rang loud and clear with those guys. And and again, it was his message afterwards too. I think he realizes that he's got a pretty damn good team. And it shouldn't be one of those where you play down to your competition. Maybe the first couple of years that he was here, yeah, but it doesn't matter who the per- person is on the other side. Georgia didn't play down to Vandy, did they? No, they did not. I mean, holy smokes. So that's that's where Florida needs to be. Okay, I'll take that. And I don't, I don't want to look too forward, too far forward to the 30th, but um, two things. Do you think we can hang with them, and, and what are you seeing this Saturday? I'm going to be flipping television stations with this Arkansas-Georgia thing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch, see how that game goes. I'm not going to talk about Florida-Georgia, though. What's well, at noon? The Alabama, I mean the Arkansas-Georgia game. Yeah, Arkansas-Georgia, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about Georgia. The they they got they got to get by Kentucky and they got to get by LSU and Arkansas. Okay. And Arkansas has got to get Florida, through Georgia. So I, I'm just ready to kind of watch the games and see what it. I mean, I don't know enough about Georgia because we have seen Georgia play one, um, one one. Well, and they barely beat one Clemson. mediocre team. Yeah, they barely beat Clemson. And so, yeah. I mean, you got to look at it that way. It's 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 still a month off, so it is really hard, Randy, to see. I mean, what's what's happening with Florida at that point? Who's hurt for Georgia? And, you don't even know who's going to be playing quarterback for that game. Yeah. Well, it's time we have time, and hopefully we can progress and develop and get better with the time we have. I appreciate it, guys. Thank All right, you. thank you, Randy. Appreciate you. Steve is next. Stevie, what's up? Hey, nothing much. What's going on, guys? Not much. Not much. Johnny C was talking about celebrations a while ago, and sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't. I've always thought that if the guy that was celebrating took his first step toward his huddle or his sideline instead of taking his first step toward the opponent's end of the field or toward the opponent's sideline, that he'd probably never get called. Yeah, maybe. That makes sense. But again, depends on what you do. You, you throw you a never shoe, know. you know. He took a well, step I towards mean, Florida sideline. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, if you take a step toward toward your end of the field, and you're celebrating with your guys, then you know you're not taunting them. And sure. I think if the referees called it that way, it'd be a lot easier. Well, there's a lot of things that get called like that we don't even. Uh, you know, like guys taking their helmets off and stuff like that and running down the length of the field and taking their helmets off. And remember the one yeah. last year where Trey Grimes was one, not even in the game and came all running all the way down the, to the end zone when Shorter caught that touchdown and got flagged for that? I mean, there are a lot of things that I get why they flag for, but there, I, I just, there are things that happen during a game, during an average college football game. There's at least four times during the game where I go, uh, I don't know. This could be a flag. Uh, no, it's not. Or yes, it is. I mean, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, I've been hoping all year that we were going to have some different teams in the playoffs this year. And when you look at Oklahoma and Ohio State, they've had some close calls. It looks like we might have a couple of different teams this year, maybe. I mean, right right now it should be three yeah. SEC teams. Well, I know, yeah. But obviously that's probably not going to end up happening. 
Well, I know. I don't think one of them's going to be Texas A&M now. Nope. Nope. Um, well, I know teams get better as the year goes along, but uh, I've seen Oklahoma play a couple of times, and they have been totally unimpressive both times. They managed to outscore Tulane, and then they had another close call this last Saturday. Well, I think we're seeing what we've talked about before, which is the the super seniors and guys that are getting teams that are older and teams that are uh, you know struggling sometimes to kind of get get through that and and we're seeing it all over the place and got college football see it feels like it's more interesting than it's ever been in a long time like where we sitting here and Clemson's out they're done you know they came yeah. and they came and get in North Carolina loses again this is a team that was a top weren't they top what they were top ten? They're the team yeah, that's going to be that. Yeah. yeah, they were. That's going to be the team that doesn't end up in the top twenty-five. Yeah. the way they're going. And Oregon's looking better. Um, Ohio State's vulnerable. Michigan could beat them if you know. If they could Michigan's beat them, up. yeah, if, they could beat them if they could beat them. But they never do find a way to beat them. So that'll those are they're going to be a lot of crazy. They, Look, I, I've said this a hundred times, and I'll say it one more time. October is going to be the entire key to Florida season, but the entire yep. the key to college football season is going to be in November. It's going to be it's going to be fun in November. Yeah, well, it usually is. Uh, that la- that week before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving weekend, some weird things happen. Or the week before Thanksgiving is when the weird things happen. They do. All right, Steve. Thank you, buddy. All right, thanks. All right. Weird things happen at the Newberry Corn Maze, too. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. That's what she said. Be careful. Scary there. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back, wrap up the first hour. You're listening to the Tailgate, powered Corn by Maze. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Elise Ford. Florida's homecoming game against Vanderbilt is set for noon kickoff on October 9th. The game will be aired on SEC Network. The number 10 Florida Gators will travel to the out-of-state for the first time this season to face the Kentucky Wildcats. Kickoff is set for 6 p.m. and the game will be aired on ESPN. Gators soccer won their away game at Mississippi State in a final score of 2-1. The team now has two wins and one tie in SEC play. In the NFL for Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys will host the Philadelphia Eagles tonight. The game is set to start at 8.15, and you can catch live coverage of this game right here at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Elise Ford. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. 
There are so many great Gator fans out there that show up on Saturdays and are losing their voices and making sure they do what they can to help the boys get a W. The Gator Collective was established as a way to create opportunities for Gator players in any sport and give you, the fans, exclusive content that nobody else can get. Something special is happening, and this is a chance for you to be a part of it. Check out everything you need to know and unite yourself with some of the best student-athletes there are. Log on today to thegatorcollective.com and start making a difference in Gator Nation. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Peanut butter and jelly. Spaghetti and meatballs. Bacon and eggs. And Saturdays in the swamp. We are proud to be your home for Gator football. With Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Pat Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, back to the phones we go. Big Bob ready to chat about some Gator football. What's up, Bob? Hey, Jeff. Hey, Pat. Hey. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with the team so far. I don't know why we got so many naysayers about the team. Um, it's pretty good. Hey, listen, uh, anytime you beat Tennessee, that's always been good. Uh, last Friday uh, on a uh, call-in show with the SEC uh, Network, uh, a guy named Dan from Florida called, and he kind of had some of the details right about that 96 Tennessee game. But um, I remember that game very clearly, how the Tennessee kind of, and Peyton Manning kind of jumped out on the Gators and got up several scores. And uh, about midway through the second half, uh, second quarter, excuse me, um, all those Tennessee fans over on the uh, – the east side of the stadium were yelling, it's great to be a Tennessee ball. And Ed just got under my skin because I'd never heard any chant like that or cheer like that other than it's great to be a Florida Gator. And so I I felt like they were mocking us. And uh, then right before half, um, Gators score a touchdown, and they went in halftime, and they came back out in the second half and it started drizzling, and, of course, Florida went on to just play great ball and and just whooped them really bad. But the most interesting thing uh, that I remember from that that game and the week following was that um, Sports Illustrated had come to town, and they were uh, prepared to do a cover story, put Peyton Manning on the cover, 
and do a big story about Peyton Manning. But after the Gators beat Tennessee so convincingly, Danny Warfel ended up on the cover of Sports yep. Illustrated, which uh, was just such a wonderful thing for uh, Gator fans, and especially me. I, I absolutely loved it. thought it was a great story. Um, but right before half, uh, Pat, do you remember exactly what the score was, how, how big a lead they had in that uh, second quarter? Yeah, this, you're talking about the 1995 game. It was uh, thirty. It was thirty to fourteen. They had scored on a Danny Werfel fumble, and uh, he had right after Lawrence Wright hit the play after it actually, and um, it didn't work out for Florida on that half. But Florida drove down and right at the end of the half uh, scored uh, Ike Riddell. I mean Ike Hilliard. Caught a uh, one of these great catches in the back of the end zone where he put his toe down, and uh, and then from that on, Florida just destroyed him. Yeah, it, it was really uh, that was a wonderful season. Actually, that was the uh, undefeated season. Well, it was and, undefeated uh, until they played the last game. Well, both both ninety five and ninety six went undefeated. undefeated in the SEC, yeah. it's pretty Man, impressive. I, oh, in the SEC, but I'm talking about regular season. Uh, total all, all of the games in '95 regular season, they didn't have one loss. In '96, yeah, they didn't lose any SEC, but as we all remember, um, we did lose. Uh, the Gators lost to FSU in the last regular season game, which really worked out. And it's uh, amazing how that that uh, that year worked out because Florida was ranked number one, FSU was ranked number two. Um, Seminoles beat Florida, and they go to number one. Florida drops down to number four, beats Alabama in the SEC. Michigan upsets Ohio State in their conference championship and knocks Ohio State out of number two. And Texas upsets Nebraska and knocks him out of number three. So Florida jumps up to number two. We end up playing FSU in the Super Bowl in what a wonderful year. Just what a, a really wonderful year. Anyhow, I'm real happy as a Gator fan for all these decades, and uh, go Gators. Thanks for taking me. All right, Bob, back. thank you. Yeah, it was good. A lot of uh, the 95, 96 members were here, and, yep. of course, Spurrier came out on the field. He, he would have kept heard, going. Now, here's, yeah, here's what I heard was that they were, like, lining up, and the clock, Yeah, that red, the, the red, red hat, hat guy was at zero, and he was yeah. still going, all right. Let's bring out some more guys. Yeah, you know, the punter punter was out there. They were ready to kick on the change, and he just kept going. So oh, it's his it feeling. That's his feeling. Do it. Yeah, he wants. He can, in fact, he could have said, "Tennessee, you guys go on back." That's right. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take care of the rest of this game. <laughs> so it was uh, it was good, but certainly uh, great to to honor those, and then all of who the was there? Anybody you members. saw from that ninety five or ninety six team that you went, man, you look different. Totally. Not really? I mean, there were a couple of the offensive linemen were less hair and fatter. <laughs> but, like, all the skill guys were pretty normal. Yeah. Danny never had hair. He had so. great hair. Mm. He had great hair when he was a player in yeah, Florida. that's true. It's just he'd known him so long without but hair. I, yeah, well, because you could see it with his dad. His dad yeah. was bald, so. But he's, hey, I, I'm sure Danny had a good time. And we need to keep honoring those kind of guys. No doubt. That we do. All right, we'll talk to you for a whole nother hour. That's what we do from 4 to 6 every weekday here on the tailgate.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Now you can get smarter free checking that pays you early, pays you often, and pays you more at Radiant Credit Union. With Radiant's free checking account, you can get your paycheck, retirement check, or other benefits check up to 24 hours early with direct deposit to your Radiant checking account. Radiant also pays you often with our exclusive nickel-back rewards, earning you a nickel-back on your Visa debit card with signature purchases. And Radiant pays more with our special even-up savings account. That earns you up to 4% annual percentage rate, up to $4,000 on your spare change from your debit card transactions. So what are you waiting for? You deserve to get paid early, paid often, and paid more because you're a Radiant Credit Union member. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening up your new free checking account today and start getting paid early, often, and more right away. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Rates are current as of August 24th, 2021. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri This is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. 
That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome back to the second hour. Sponsored by Melden Law. They won't back down. We are here for another hour and then four more days. Although we're, we don't know what we're going to do about Friday. Jeff's leaving us Friday. Leaving on a jet plane. I, I what movie's that from? What movie's it from? Mm-hmm. It's it's a well-known song. I don't I know. But could be in a hundred movies. Uh, it's like saying what is what is what is life? What movie is that from? Right. It was sang by Ben Affleck. Um, leaving. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's not Ar- Argo. It's uh, back again. He sang it to Liv Tyler. Ah, uh, yeah, it's stupid Armageddon. That's not. And I've watched stupid. that movie a hundred times too. Remember, they're singing it right there, and then the the big guy, the yeah, deep guy. It's part of the lameness of it. That movie has got so many great scenes and so many bad scenes. But I don't think any movie has as many great scenes. And as many bad scenes as that one, one thing. Yeah. Yeah. The good ones are good. The bad ones are bad. But uh, we're here for you all day, if you guys all week, if you want to call in. And uh, and look, we, we know what Mondays are usually like. We sit and, and dissect a game. I don't feel like there was a ton to dissect from this game. Um, Florida took care of business. You win those games. I don't care what. Covered the spread. Covered the spread. You, you got it done. And now you're number in the top ten in the country. Meanwhile, you're playing a team that, for some reason, nobody wants to rank. Nobody will rank them. Now the coaches did rank them. They put them like 24th or something. But in if you look at the AP poll, they would be 31st in the AP poll. Kentucky, you're talking about Kentucky. They're better than that. They almost lost to South Carolina. They're still better than that. There's a lot of teams I don't, struggling. I don't right think now. that there's a lot of good teams in the country, and Florida is certainly. So shown why don't that we just are... cut it off and make it the top ten? That's it. All right, let's do it. Let's make it. Let's get a top ten list from Gator Man to start off the second <laughs> hour. Well, how you guys doing today, uh, Pat? Uh, the book's in the mail. Uh, it's mailed out Saturday. You should be getting it in the time. Can't wait. But uh, as far as the Gators, don't worry. I, I think the Gators are ranked too low, in my opinion. I mean, uh, if you look at the, the top ten, oh sure. Look at the teams ahead of them. I think the Gators will give every one of them a run for their money. Yeah, but they, I mean, when you lose a game to be in the top 10, it's yeah. still pretty good. As far as the college playoffs go, right? I predicted there would be two new teams in the college playoffs. But uh, right now, it could be three. Because the ACC is dead. You won't see them come back up. No. Well, not unless some either Wake Forest or. Um... Boston College goes unbeaten, which I don't think will happen. No, I don't. Me and Rachel don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but I'll go give you guys a top ten uh, NFL top ten because I I don't know if you guys watched the Patriots and the Saints yesterday, but yeah, Jameis Winston went over and talked to Mac Jones after the game, and I know people wanted to know what he told or uh, said to Mac Jones. I, I got the top ten thing James Winston said to Mac Jones after the game. Number ten. Have you seen Florida State play this year? <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, 
You don't get six seconds to throw the ball in the NFL. Mm-mm. Now, mate, they call holding in the NFL. Now, I'm a seven. Don't worry. I have thrown three interceptions in the first three possessions in some games. <laughs> Number five, Cam Newton's already gone, so you don't have to worry about it. You ain't going to get cut. Number four, you have no mercy on Hawaii Tech in the NFL. Number three, you got the opportunity to beat Tom Brady come Sunday. Number two, there ain't no crying in the NFL. And the number one thing he said, to, he said to Mac Jones, did you watch Justin Field and Zach Wilson this year? <laughs> I mean, Justin Fields, I felt sorry for him. He was playing awful. He's not ready for the NFL just yet. Well, not on that team. He's not. Yeah, not yeah. the offensive line yeah. not doing anything to help him. I mean, would they have 47 yards of total offense? He completed one pass and in the you're, first half. And you're an offensive-minded head coach. Yeah. And, and and that's on the offense for not wow. scheming up stuff to get him comfortable and making throws and – it was bad, but that's a that's a great list, Gator Man. I'm I'm excited to see Brady go and face New England. Oh, no, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, don't look for Bill Belichick to say much. Nope, not at all. Hi, <laughs> right, you guys have a good day. The Gator Man have a, a big time top ten on tomorrow or Wednesday. When I holler at you guys again. All right, we're looking forward to it, as we always do. Let's get uh, Stephen next. What's up, Stephen? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. I'm, I'm really enjoying this year. Um, my question, comment, and all is uh, I don't watch it to the extent that you guys do, but did any of the two five star running backs play? They did not. So, leads to the obvious question uh, what's going to happen to them? Well, you know, Pierce will be gone after this year. Um, I think Davis could be too. Davis will be gone too. Mm-hmm. I guess Davis could come back, but and then Naquan Wright should be back. Yeah, I mean Ling- Lingard's the one more than Bowman. I mean Bowman's still young; he's got plenty of time left to kind of buy in and understand and learn. But I mean Lingard's already talking smack after a couple of weeks ago not playing. But listen, I mean they they don't necessarily deserve to play because those three guys that are in there are doing some really good things and they, they've been here longer and obviously know the offense better so I, I don't think we can sit here and say oh my gosh we've got to now all of a sudden play this guy because he's on the team that Mullen's going to play the best guys and those guys haven't done anything to not garner playing time it's, it's uh, kind of odd to me and and I'm not complaining about what Mullen's doing I mean how can you complain about the running game but uh what other team in the country has two five-star running backs that aren't playing? That's what's kind of uh, – And they're also <laughs> third in the nation in rushing. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Without those two. Yeah, that's – that's. Uh, um, I, I was just curious. I just uh, thought I'd call and see what you guys thought. Thank you. Yeah, Thank it'll, you, Stephen. It'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. I mean, obviously they've got too many running backs right now. Uh, but, you're, you know, uh, obviously Damian Pierce will be gone and – Malik could be gone, and then maybe those two guys get more of a chance, and they feel like they're willing to stick it out. Now that's the question: Will are they willing to stick it out? Are they? And this is what you have with the transfer portal. Uh, this is week four. This is the week where you either leave or you have to sit out the next year. So doesn't the pe- right? No, you just play four games. This is the fourth. The fourth game is gone. 
Yeah, but you could still you could play four games and leave. So you yes. could play in games one, two, seven, and eight, and well, not in three, four, five, six. Yeah, but I th- okay. So yeah, if they didn't play in this last game, then they they would still have another win. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. We shall see. Let's get David next. What's up? Hey, I was trying to ask you guys a question about the Kentucky game. Okay. They, they, Stoops has done a pretty good job up there, and I know Pat's talked about this kind of stuff in the past. Offensive line and defensive line, how do they – I know they're not as good as Alabama. Nobody's going to be say, you know, say they're as good as Alabama, but don't they have a pretty good defensive line? Uh, Kentucky? Yes. Yeah. No, they've got they're, – they're, their trenches are really good. They're, they're better than most teams in this conference. I mean, they're, right. they're not at the Alabama, Georgia, and maybe not even the Florida level, but they're they're right up there close. Um, right. And that's where they've what they've done over the years is say, look, we're just going to run the ball. We can't throw it. Now they got a guy who can throw it, and that's why everybody I think is a little bit worried about him. However, you know, Jeff, when you look at what they've done so far this season, uh, maybe not just not running the ball is. It's, is not the way to go for them, you know, uh, because they they are not scoring a lot of points. Sixteen points against South Carolina last week. They struggled with Tennessee Chattanooga. Yeah, it's a weird team because they actually have the best running back in the in the league in Chris Rodriguez yardage wise by almost more than a hundred. Yeah, he, well, he had that huge game. Yeah, and that's why. Oh, and then they've got actually the the guy that's caught more receiving yards than anybody. In uh, in Wandale Robinson, so they've got the the best running back, the best wide receiver when it comes to that. But then defensively, you know, it's, it, it hasn't necessarily been all that special for them. Like their D line right now in in sacks, I think they're ninth or tenth in the league when I started looking at stuff. And then they've only got two interceptions. They got a so ton of turnovers too. Their their defense they has nine turnovers they've given up. Hasn't really been been that good. Well, this is their big game, though. On it is, schedule. don't you think, for the home game? No question. Yeah. and and that's the way it was a couple of years ago when we were there. And every every exactly. obviously they felt they were going to win. And Frank's gets and hurt. They were going to win. <laughs> Trask came out and saved the day. Absolutely. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, David. Yeah that that atmosphere was for only sixty thousand people that they get was, was yeah. pretty good. They they did a good job. I remember sitting there and and starting to write saying, "Well, this game twenty one ten. This game's over." Um, and when, especially when Franks went out, um, and that place was rocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was rocking, you know, as much as you can rock 60,000 people. This is not like the swamp. And then, uh, but they, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this for, uh, the thing I do for, uh, Gators Wire, which is I do a history lesson for each team. And I'm like, I was thinking about doing the five, Biggest horror stories in Florida, Kentucky, for Kentucky fans, and there have been some good ones. Not covering guys, not covering guys would be one of them. <laughs> um, certainly, uh, the the Jared Lorenzen just giving the ball yeah. off—you know—that was terrible. Dorian's got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, by the way, if you have not watched or you missed it last night, they uh, they I had saw the, the last half of it. Yeah, yeah the the. 30 for 30 on the voices of the SEC. It's it's pretty cool. They they featured Mick and and Doring and kind of how they're they're bonded together with that call right there and you know and I I Mick has, has talked to me about this before but you know for him to put it out there I thought it was really fascinating 
because he he really didn't feel like he was the voice of the Gators yeah, until no, that moment. That that was that kind of propelled. Then him all of a sudden, everybody's playing. Yeah, I think knowing he said who he that, was. I, and I don't know if he told the story last night because I only saw the last part of it. That the next day, uh, on uh, they were showing it highlights of things, and Keith Jackson was talking about it or something. And that's yeah. when that's when he kind of felt like he was part of it. But it wasn't Mark Herbert anymore. No. And the but the thing is the other one would be the Demarcus Robinson one here where the clock goes to zero. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, if you're a Kentucky fan, I don't know if you hate Florida or you just <laughs> envy Florida. I think everybody hates Florida. Everybody in this conference hates Florida. Yes, there's, there's no, no doubt question. About it. You you take on the Gators, it's a spit in your face kind of game. But it, had, it and then that game uh, with Trask coming in, you're up twenty-one ten with a backup. You you put your backup quarterback in, mm-hmm. kid from Pensacola. Somehow he w- was able to find magic. He was throwing he long was passes yeah. to guys who never caught balls. Yeah, and they're they're winning the game and they're up twenty-one ten. And then you knock out Felipe Franks and that's that's a ball game, folks. And here comes this guy from Texas, Addy Duty. I uh, we 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 have a TV monitor in the booth. Obviously, I can't hear the sound, but I I, I like to go back and watch it. it. It was it was neat because they hyped up Dan Mullen in the way that he has coached quarterbacks up, and then they flashed and and obviously we all know the story, but you when you don't realize it is you know not one of those guys, whether it's was Alex Smith, Dak Prescott, Trask certainly. Not one of those guys was more than a three-star recruit. You know, the only one that was was Felipe. He well, was a four-star. Four-star, yeah. And he he went to uh, and he's obviously in the NFL as well. So it's uh, it is pretty amazing when you think about shows it. Shows you what he's been able to do. All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. Come back. More phone calls coming in. So we'll take them here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. My name is Elise Ford. The Florida Gators are finally in the AP Top 10. The Gators will travel out of state for the first time this season to play the Kentucky Wildcats. The game will be aired on ESPN and kickoff will be at 6 p.m. The Gators will host Vanderbilt for the homecoming game on October 9th on SEC Network. Former Gators cornerback. C.J. Henderson has been traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Carolina Panthers. Henderson will be traded in exchange for tight end Dan Arnold. In the NFL for Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys will host the Philadelphia Eagles tonight. The game is set to start at 8.15, and you can catch live coverage of this game right here at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Elise Four. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. 
And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all. Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper here with the best news yet of 2021. The salad bar is back, baby. Woo! It's been gone for a year, but starting June 1st, the salad bar is back and better than ever. All right, it'll be exactly the same, but you know what I'm talking about. We're going to eat like it's 2019. Our staff is vaccinated, the dining room's at full capacity, and we're excited to get back to business. I know you love Leonardo, so please dine in, call for pickup, order online, or get delivery from 352delivery.com. And as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry. So stop in today. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator athletic games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. To some, that may just sound like ice hitting heavy-duty plastic. But to a Bud Light legend, it's a signal that says it's time. Time to dust off the barbecue tongs and load up the cooler with 37 Bud Lights and an assortment of dips. Because it's time to take back all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. Let's take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back. Hope you guys are enjoying uh, a, a nice Monday. It's a pretty nice weather day out there. It looks like it's going to be good all week too, Jeff. It is. So why did you say in the greens yesterday? It's if just, you knew I was going to be coming it's up It's that here. time. 
It'll be good. I'm trying to get it right for you. Well, make it Too perfect for me. me. What I'm it's looking, all about. Looking forward to it. I, mean, I, I need to start playing again, man. I've just gotten away from it. I've gotten so busy. Hopefully tomorrow I can get out there. We look forward to it. Always look forward to talking to everybody, too. So let's do it again. Timmy's next. Hey, Tim. Hey, guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys addressed this earlier. I may have missed it. But I don't know if you saw the report in the Alligator today um, about Neubauer. Um, obviously, something was amiss the way he, he left and was let go. But to, to find out what we found out now and find out the way that we did and to be quite honest with you, with the way it appears, Scott Strickland and UAA tried to kind of sweep this under the rug and keep it hidden and give this man an extension at the time that he was under investigation for really some pretty terrible acts. Um, I'm, I'm pretty upset by it. Um, it really doesn't fit with, with the history and tradition of, of strong uh, care and coaching for our female athletes at the university. And I just, I didn't know if either one of you wanted to speak on it. Um, I know, Jeff, you have some connections that may limit your abilities. Um, but, Pat, my understanding is now you're pretty much free reign to say as you please. So if you guys have any thoughts, I'm, I'm all ears. Well, here are my thoughts. The day that this whole story broke, I got a call from several people telling me um, all, much of the same information. Now, again, I don't have the tools or the platform to, to cover stories like this anymore. I'm just trying sure. to write write sto- the stuff I'm doing, history stuff. But um, I I did call over to UF and couldn't didn't get a response until they had gone ahead and pulled the the plug. A- anybody who thinks that Cam Newberg got anything but fired is is crazy, as we all know. Um, I I don't know how much to believe. I don't know how much I I know the guy that I. You know, hung. And I don't want to say hung out with. Just whenever I would meet with him, uh, we always had a great, right. great relationship. But it wouldn't be the first time that it happened. Um, I don't. I don't know. It's hard to say. But this is not like I'm hearing this for the first time. That's the thing that is concerning, and uh, I'm surprised. the The part about Florida maybe thought that. This was, I think, one thing that Florida, the people at Florida maybe thought it was people, uh, people complaining about getting coached, and that, right. and that is the same thing that Florida that Mike White went through with with uh, Scotty Lewis. He didn't want to be sure, coached. But it, yeah, but, as a, but yeah, it's different though. I mean, because if you're getting these types of reports year after year, I mean, look, we're looking at two three years, right? And as the overseer of the athletic department and of this program, your responsibility as a manager, as a supervisor, I've been in these roles, is to pop in unannounced sometimes, see how it goes, get feedback from people. And this thing about the boosters, that's easily confirmable. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it really is it, – it just doesn't sit well with me, and it it makes me concerned that, you know, when when Foley left, he kind of put his final stamp on as a championship experience with integrity. And that was kind of his on the door, out the way, this is the final thing I want to leave here, and I want to leave this for everybody to remember. And I'm just getting the feeling that that's not being remembered right now. And it's, it's sad. And it's sad yeah, but I, I don't, I don't think that's that true, treated, Tim. Because they, I, weren't treated, they weren't treated the way that they should have been. And if, if, even if only 5 or 10% of this is true, 
there's no way this would have been tolerated on the men's basketball team or the track and field team or the tennis team. Well, and now I know traditionally we're not good at basketball, so it gets it doesn't get the coverage of other things. But for whatever reason, this current athletic director did not seem to see it was a problem and issued an extension to this gentleman at that point. And that I find unsettling. And the answer he gave this afternoon, I also didn't care for. So I just wanted to get your feedback. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for your time. All right, Tim. And I just thank you. To share my thoughts. Yeah, Thanks. appreciate it. Good stuff. Um, but you know, he's also the guy, Cam, that was a, a great ambassador for the university, and you know, you could tell really loved the university with everything that he did and tried to do it, and obviously wanted this university to win. And yeah, you know, I, it's I, obviously he's a man coaching a female sport. But, I mean, you were around when Lopes was there, Duels. Oh, he was <laughs> like, I mean, he, he would make people cry in practice, but that, that doesn't mean you. you it? you. it doesn't mean, I don't know. It's like, everybody coaches differently. Now, everybody a, yes. deals with stuff differently. Like, listen, there, there was a guy that could not play for Andy Lopez. And fortunately for him, Lopes was not there anymore. And then Pat McMahon came in, treated him a different way. And then that guy became an All-American and that guy ended up playing in the big leagues. So it was one coaching style. But then if if I didn't have Lopes Lopes coaching style to me, I don't think that I would have excelled. But it is very hard for me to comment on any of this stuff without having been part of yeah, you don't know you and, don't know what and, the truth and all is. the players in the story were players that never played yes so could there be a little animosity there but i do know i the the fact that lavender briggs went into the transfer portal and then he got fired and then she came back right away sure tells you that she, the best player on the team was was also dealing with problems and that's that's where i kind of went whoa man well that's not good. So, look, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I always liked Cam. We got along great. You know, He's awesome. Just saw him on the golf course about a month ago and, and just kind of barely chatted with him, but, you know, because we didn't want to get into too much. But, hey, he's um, – obviously there was something not not working there. And, 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 Jeff, you know this to be true as well. It's one thing when you're winning – and there's some people that are mad with the way you coach. Mm-hmm. It's another thing when you can't win and people are mad with the way you coach. But they were willing – Florida was willing to stick, stick with him and what he was doing and uh, until it got too, too, to be too big of a deal. And I guess Lavender Briggs being the, the uh, breaking point. But, I, again, without – look, all I'm saying is this didn't come as a surprise to me, this story. Because I had heard the same kind of things. All right. Let's get the uh, talking teddy bear. Great movies, by the way. Ted, what's up? Doing all right. I, I, You know, I heard you guys talking earlier about the running back situation. And Malik Davis is a redshirt senior as well. So it'd be yep. he and Pierce would both be gone. Also, you guys mentioned that they could transfer. I thought after you've transferred once, you would have to sit out a year, regardless of the four-game um, uh, thing that you guys are talking about. Am I wrong on that? Because both of those guys, both Bowman and Lingard, have transferred. Yeah, I don't know if it uh, – that's a great question. I don't know if it – now you can transfer because they transferred. They had to sit out 
already. Lingard had to sit out. Lingard did. Bowman didn't. Bowman did not. Yeah. So, so L- Bowman probably won't be able to transfer. And, and again, Bowman's not going to transfer because he's still got many years of eligibility left and knows that he's going to be yeah. there next It'll, year. Lingard, I could see transferring. Yeah. yeah. He's the one that's not happy. I, I mean, if Lingard transfers, but to your point, what you were saying earlier, you have two people who are going to be moving on in Malik Davis and Pierce. What would be the point of transfer at this point in time? Unless you transferred prior to this season so you could play this season Correct. as well. Also, Lingard, who is a junior this year, could technically play two more years because you get that COVID year back, right? So Correct. he could play for two more. I just wanted to you know, outline it completely. I mean, there's a chance for him to play two more seasons if, if he were to stick it out, or wherever he goes. He has a chance to play two more seasons. Um, uh, the other thing I was going to say is, I, you know, Kentucky, man – I think we're going to roll this weekend. I, I, I'm looking forward. Kentucky basketball soaks up every bit of athletic luck for that particular school. I, I've seen Kentucky football lose in every possible way. They have pretty they, much, they, yeah. I mean, but, you know, in the basketball court. Remember the, the Bluegrass? What was it, the Bluegrass Miracle? Yeah, the LSU. Well, the LSU, LSU beat them on that. That, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was unbelievable. Yeah. And they had, they had doused Guy Morris with water or Gatorade. Yeah, it's so unbelievable that I know it's not a Gator um, thing that happened to them. You could even include that one because it's just so unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys, take care. All right, Ted. It thank is. You. They they have found ways to lose games, and um, and they you know they're they're I, I I still like their football team. I it feels like every year I I give them more respect than most people do. You do, and then Florida beats you're them. Just, you're just, you just love Kentucky. I do. We understand. Henry, you're next. Welcome to the tailgate. I think if you hate somebody that bad in basketball, you have to like them. Yeah. Hey, Henry. Hey, guys. Hey, listen, um, I wanted to call attention to the St. Louis Cardinals 16-game winning streak and an apparently former Gator and former Key West Conk Harrison Bader no, he, he he he's not from Key West, but he is a former Gator. No, he's not. Okay, no. I got that one. Okay. Well, anyway, like I know that the, the scorecard line on ESPN or some other college game said that he had gone four for four with a home run. Yep. On uh, fr- uh, Saturday's game, and you keep seeing him popping up like that, three for four with a home run. So, um, just giving a shout out for Harrison. Sorry for he's having a great year. Great year. No, and, and he didn't Did play a lot see, in the beginning, and he started. Uh, yeah, he um he had this freak accident where he went dove for a ball. Mm-hmm. I was watching it coincidentally, and he dove for a ball and ended up landing on the ball and doing some kind of rib injury. So he was out for a good while in the middle of the season. But no, he's been a spark plug in, in center field, especially he's made probably 10 or 11 yeah. tremendous plays. I mean, I who's, wouldn't be surprised if he gets a gold glove. Whose hair is longer, Bader's or India's right now? Uh, probably <laughs> India's. I'll just say India. I've seen him once in a while. He India's looks dumber. Now. He's got a little Jesus uh, Christ. I haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't cut my hair since COVID started either. Wow. Um, there was another player in uh, in this that same time frame who was from Key West, but um, I got that one wrong. Listen, Kevin uh, Brockman. May, I would like Ben Ben Harrison was from Key West. Okay, yeah, I got the the last name and the first name mixed up. That's what it was. Anyway, if I may, I would like to say something about the cattle dork. <laughs> okay. 
Um, somebody called in after, I believe it was Thursday, and said that that he made the show better because he riled people up and got them to call in. I, I disagree with that. Um, and it was, I just wanted to bring out one thing that was, in that conversation where he was talking about that idiocy about the Gators purposely mangling the shot clock to try and cheat. He had also made a couple of comments about big boy callers, which obviously he thinks that he's a big boy caller, but the only thing that puts him on another level is his mouth runs faster than his brain. And um, well, I heard he thinks that Spurrier cheated by making the uh, the team stay on the field, you know, for the celebration that they had, and that 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 he may believe, yeah, messed up the punt and messed up the punt, and that screwed everything up for Tennessee, and that's that's why Florida beat. Oh, him. there was another one I missed. I, I I've just got these little windows where I'm like in between Home Depot and the office and riding home where I got the radio going. But anyway, the the another alternative name for him besides the amphibian, which is appropriate because you know what is the croaking of a frog about but you know here i am but is it that mistaken is he also refers to himself sometimes as the equestrian no i think that was just that was our nickname for him no that was somebody else well i just call him um, tennessee mike all right henry thank you all right all right all right appreciate it you guys but i i think he is good for the radio yeah i mean in his own way, you know, he fires me up and he fires Jeff up. Sometimes Jeff calls him a jack wagon. You can say ass on the radio. It's not a restricted adjective. You mean like a donkey? Uh-huh. I got two of them. You do have. Little you one, have multiple asses little one tries, is what you're saying. Little one tries to hump the big one. He can't ever make it. You have more than one ass. I do. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and... Uh, Keep things going here on the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north-central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there and the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong. With my new train variable speed system, System. The temperature has evened up throughout the house. There is much lower humidity, and the unit is even generator friendly if need be. So, if you need your AC unit looked at, call Crystal Air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome. 
but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine and play it again sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play It Again Sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25 thousand people that sleep better because of the sleep center superstores in Gainesville and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night. So let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. What you've seen and felt is what you get the next several days. The great early fall weather will continue. Clear and comfortable overnight with the low humidity. Temperatures will fall quickly after sunset. Morning lows will be in the low to mid-60s. Then plenty of sunshine expected for your Tuesday afternoon. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Similar forecast again Wednesday and Thursday with a slow uptick in humidity. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Jeff Hoffman. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. To me, this is embarrassing. If, if I'm a season ticket holder with the Texans, I go to the Texans and just say, you know, just give me my money back. I can't, you don't, you're not trying to compete here. I know the guys on the field play hard, so I don't want somebody to, you know, a player to say that uh, I, that they're tanking. This, this is managerial tanking. Why is Deshaun Watson not playing? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here just about, oh, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 minutes to go in this first day of the week. Florida, number 10 in the country, 3-1. and It's about where we thought they'd be. But this is the month that's going to decide everything. Jeff. I agree. This month. Kentucky, LSU, Georgia. You go 4-0 this month, booyah. Forget about Vandy. Come on. They lost 62 to nothing. Homecoming. Noon game? They gotta, lost. You gotta be a little scared of that early start. No, I think I'm not. I'm not scared of. Did Did I hear this right? Because obviously I was working. Did somebody told me that they implemented a running clock, and it's the first time in SEC history that well, that ever happened. I did not see that, but I will look for it. Because they actually wanted to stop the bleeding, so they said just run the clock. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for that because that's so good info to have. That would uh, be good. All right, back to the phones we go. Copper Gator is ready to chat next. What's up? What's up, fellas? Y'all doing all right today? On the all good. Monday afternoon. Hey, I'm I'm strictly throwing out a hypothetical question for you guys to kind of end the show on and end here with Pat. Is so we both know that that Arkansas is very very good coming coming out of the West right now. They've they've played very good defense. They're they're running the ball pretty well. They beat an A and M team that has no offense, and they they're going to Athens to play Georgia this week. And in your opinions, which if everything were to play out and whoever wins this game ends up being a one lo- a one loss non SEC championship player. So for instance, Arkansas wins, they lose to Alabama and are a one loss loss team, or Georgia wins and then they lose to us and they're the one loss that didn't go to the SEC championship. Which one has a better resume to make the college college playoffs because this could evidently knock out one of them regardless mm-hmm. that, that's, who, who you, yeah that's a fascinating question I, I would assume that Georgia would be the team that gets the nod because of the being ranked higher yeah it all comes down to that it comes down to what the what those guys think what and, the people in that room think yeah or, I mean resume wise then it's all about that's why I hate preseason polls because you know Arkansas is obviously not even close to being in it and Georgia's top three in the country, and that's just the way it would stay. But if it, I mean, if it came right. down to it, you would probably say, well, Arkansas should get more more credence if that was their only right. loss to Alabama. Right, and so so for them, this is this is a must win game. In regard, I mean, to me, they're both must win for them. Yeah. I think that I think that Arkansas with a win in Athens would be the best. Even if losing to Bama, yeah. when it came down when it when it came down to the end of the season and they didn't play in the SEC championship game because they went out of the West at eleven and one with their only loss to number at that point would probably still be the number one team in the nation would be the number one ranked one loss team and would eventually have to go back and play Bama if you thought about it. But I, I'm trying to think how those both would play out in the scenarios with schedules and things like that. It's just you know thinking outside the box there for a minute. No, it is. It's, it's fascinating. I guess you just, give me a headache. You don't you don't ever know, but it, it, it does seem like a pretty damn good resume, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, so oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. So anyway, fellas, I hope you have a great day. Just wanted to throw it out there and hope you have a good one. All right, Copper Gator, thank you. Yeah, I found this out. It, they did have a running clock at the end of the game. And it wasn't running, running. It was running like on out-of-bounds plays. It would keep it going. Yeah. At that point, you got to say, we need to get out of the conference. <laughs> we need to go to FCS or something. First time ever. That's sad. First time ever. Adam's ready to chat, so he's next. What's up, Adam? Hey, Killers. What's happening with you all this week, man? Living the dream. Yeah, I hear you. You definitely are, man, man. Uh, really enjoyed the game this weekend. Was really impressed with the uh, adjustments, as usual, from our coaching staff. Uh, they mm-hmm. continue to press and take care of things in, in, in the right manner, that's for sure. Uh, great showing by the crowd, though. I was I was really surprised. I mean, they showed up early and packed a tailgate and, and the stands. It was great. It was a wonderful game, dude, I thought. Yeah, I actually uh, took my wife down there and, and parked her. And so I went down and got to see a lot of the, the crowd. There was the Aaliyah. Tons you got, of people. You and, can't say that on radio. Why? Parked wife? I parked her. Oh, jeez. I parked hey. her. Yeah, you. I mean, your mind is always in the gutter, <laughs> and I know why. But <laughs> hey, a few stats on these guys. Y'all were talking Kentucky earlier, and Pat, you were saying I got to go scout these guys. Um, I, I tell you something. Uh, stats stats can always be a liar. I was just looking them up, and they're they're rushing uh, defense as you know to uh, threaten our rushing offense, and they're ranked higher than Alabama. Which we know is bullshit. That that can't that's, that can't be possible. The only reason is they stacked up a lot of stats in that first game. But going past that to cut to the chase, um, they are the worst, one hundred and thirtieth team ranked in turnover mm-hmm. margin. Yeah, minus nine, I think, right? Nine of them, and you can't just all of a sudden make things like that go away. You can. Well, I mean, there. I mean, Levis has sown five picks already. But I mean, you can make yep. an argument. Emory Thews four, so um, I don't know. There, I might. Yeah, Kentucky is a weird team, and that I, I think they're pretty good. But when you look at their results and you look at what they've been able to do, it's not like it's, it's not that overly impressive. No, what was the first game against whoever they played? It was like forty-five to whatever, and since then they've been. Yeah, they played uh, Louisiana Monroe. Which is terrible. Yeah, yeah, and and since then they've been whatever. So their their running backs are putting the ball on the ground as well. Um, and yes, Emory has had his share of interceptions this year. However, those have gone away. Those have basically gone away. Not to say they'll go away for the entire season, but yeah. they're considerably less, especially considering we just played the Crimson Tide and the way that ball was turned over. So I just wanted to give you that heads up on on where they're ranked in turnovers. Also, and I'll leave you with this: they cannot run the ball. Their offense, their rushing offense is terrible, and their rushing defense is nothing to speak of, other than that first game. So how they how they uh, how they compare with Florida is really apples to oranges. So we should see a great game this weekend, though, and um, appreciate you guys doing your thing. All right, Adam. Here. It's all- Listen, y'all. Have a great. Yeah, great thank you. I, I don't. I'm not without looking at stats. I'm not gonna say they can't run the yeah, ball. Again, they have the SEC's leading right? rusher yeah. right now. So I mean, they they 
they don't run the ball the way they used to with a with a quarterback run game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with Levis in there, but uh, you know they do they can run the ball. There's no question about it. All right, we got to get this last break, Tony. If you can hang through it, we'll get you to finish up the show. It's a Sonic Sound Off Monday here on the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Reed Green. The kickoff time for next week's homecoming game against Vanderbilt has been announced for 12 p.m. on the SEC Network. Former Gators standout C.J. Henderson has been traded from the Jaguars to the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers also receive a fifth-round draft pick, while the Jaguars receive tight end Dan Arnold and a third-round draft pick. The Tampa Bay Rays have today off before they travel to take on the Houston Astros tomorrow as they look to secure home field advantage throughout the playoffs. The Philadelphia Eagles travel to take on NFC East division rival Dallas Cowboys in the pivotal early season matchup. You can catch coverage here starting at 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Reed Green. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. There is only one headball coach, and you can hear him every Tuesday right here. Steve Spurrier joins Shane Matthews and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. live to bring you inside the huddle. And while I got your attention here, let me say something. The HBC's analysis, thoughts, and opinions on everything from the Gators and the SEC to the national football landscape. God has smiled on the Gators, no question about it. Right here on WRUF. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! 
You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, welcome back. Five minutes left, so we'll try to uh, get some calls while we have the chance. Tony, you're next. What's up? What's up, boys? Living the dream. Pat would just said during the commercial break, we haven't said one thing about the Ryder Cup, so maybe you'll you'll say something. USA, USA, USA. It got pretty loud, didn't it? It was. Uh, it was. Awesome. It was so much fun to watch. And, I mean, I keep trying to tell myself that it's not just because the United States won. But it was. But, I mean, and to see Rory's emotion like that and say oh, it's the best was, thing that he's ever been a part that of. That was the rawest thing I've, cool. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's, it gets a, I think it gets a decent amount of, of, of pub, but it's still such, a, it's such an underrated event. And, um, you, you know, the, the, we finally found – a group of guys that just wants to drink beer and White Claw and just beat the piss out of Europe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that White Claw and, did not do much for me when I saw Kepka, Kepka drinking that White Claw. It's a big like, thing now. I ain't man. partying That's with you. Crazy. I can't and and I can't wait. And I almost almost you know the President's Cup's more of an exhibition. I almost want to sit like half that team and let some of these young guys get their get their feet wet in the President's Cup, but. Um, the, the future is super bright, and there's still like three or four guys that are under 30 they could have picked, um, you know, on this Ryder Cup team. It was a it was a great group, and uh, Stricker was was good. I, I just we we need to win one in Europe to really kind of cement things. But um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, and I watched obviously watched a ton of it, and you know we were watching it in the car on the way to on the way to Gainesville Saturday. We we left we didn't leave till like four, so um, watched most of it. But yeah, it's 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 awesome and. <laughs> the, the guy I work for was great. He wore a, a shirt, a polo today from the Medina Ryder Cup oh, wow. down in Medina, and I'm like, I would. He's a better man than me because I would have burned that thing like eight <laughs> years ago. There's no way on. I'd, I'd wear that. I'd wear that if I ever wore a '91 Sugar Bowl shirt, I guess. But uh, yeah. anyway, I, I, I got a kick out of that. But um, it was it was just fantastic. It, it really a great sports weekend, minus the, the Jaguars being the Jaguars, but. Uh, you know, that, hey, look! If if time. any part of your uh, sports weekend is based on the Jaguars, you're not going to enjoy right. it. Exactly. We'll, we'll wait for 2024 for that. So. Uh, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Enjoy it. Have a good one. All right, Tony. You too. Hey, did you see this this deal with the uh, Clemson? Where you know they they rush the field, mm-hmm. which you know, I'm not a you know me I'm not a fan of rushing the field. And sure enough, guy, players from the other from Clemson's team pushing. are getting pushed around and everything. And one of the players turned and spit on a girl, and pushed off on the girl. And I'm sure nothing will happen, but this is why you don't want this. I mean, who who knows where that could even gone further, you know? Um, but you as a player have to restrain yourself from that. I don't care how upset you are. Yeah, but you're being. Yeah, invaded on your and, field. Yeah. No, I get it. But you don't spit in someone's face. No, you never do that. There's never a reason to do that. I mean, if you get some drunk kid that's up there, up in your face, then maybe you shove him. But I think the I think you have to be a Holocaust victim to spit on somebody. That would be. That's where I draw the line. 
Is yeah. that a good spot? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, like somebody was a ran the death camp. You you would be allowed to spit on them. Other than that, I don't see any point in spitting on anybody. No. Well, you'll you'll spit on your opponent if CD Lamb doesn't do, do good tonight. He better get it done. Pat's man. rooting for CD. Yeah, he better Fantasy get it done. Fantasy league. Well, I could get Godert or, or Go Goddard. yogurt, whatever his name is. <laughs> Uh, my tight end, but no, hey, Lord Helmet. I, I did pay attention to it a little bit yesterday, just so you know. Yeah, you gotta watch it. That's what it's all about. Mike paid attention most of the time, answered all the calls today. We appreciate it. And for those of you that tuned in and out when uh, Duels was talking, <laughs> we appreciate that as well. Can't blame you either. No, we cannot. For uh, Patrick Dooley, I am Jeffrey Cardozo. Cheers. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG.